Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. It's Dave here and not, at least for the moment, Tyler. Others having computer issues. So we're going to start the show without him. Question. Does Josh Dobbs make the Vikings a contender? That's what we're going to discuss tonight. Whether the acquisition of Josh Dobbs and how well he's playing so far make the Vikings a contender. We all know our schedule coming up. It's relatively, I don't want to say easy, but the strength of schedule is relatively weak until we hit Cincinnati. There's plenty of time to win some more games. And with those games being won, we might have a discussion about Josh Dobbs. It all depends on how well he's going to play over that time period and the different scenarios that happens. So, we'll find out on this, The Real Forno Show. The Real Forno Show, hosted by Tyler Fornis, the managing editor of USA Today's Vikings Wire, writer for the College Football Network, publisher of Substack Run in Shooter, of the good, the bad, and the hungry on the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network, as well as a founding member of Vikings First and Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Real Forno Show in 4K. I'm your host, Tyler Fornis, with me as always. Top right corner, he is producer Dave. Sorry to make everybody panic here. 
Um, computers suck sometimes. Technology is a wonderful thing until it doesn't work. As you can tell, things are a little bit different here in the office. Um, I, I think we need, might need to work on some of my lighting now, Dave. Yeah, we need uh, to work on something because you're not coming in as clear as normal, um, which you should be. Yeah, I don't know, I don't, it's focusing I'm really, on the mic. That's the problem, I believe. Track me. Track me. Ah, still not perfect. Well, I, I mean, it, you can watch Purple Daily on draft. It was a little, a little wonky here earlier. Um, okay. Like the color wise, it was more orange like this, but I, I brightened my lights. I don't know, but we're here and we are ready to rock and roll. I'm your host, Tyler Fornis. As I said earlier, <laughs> you hear Merlin in the background. Odie is whining like a little little baby downstairs because, well, it's Odie. And he's not allowed to be up here because he pees on my floor. So, but what he was really excited about when it happened just about an hour ago, and we weren't planning on talking about the defense really much at all today because the, the idea of Josh Dobbs is continuing to dominate the conversation. But the Vikings signed an old friend. Anthony Barr is on the practice squad. And the reason why is because Jordan Hicks had a procedure done on his leg. So he had compartment syndrome. Uh, on, so he suffered a, a shin injury on Sunday against the Saints. And they brought him to the... Uh, hospital because when you develop compartments in them, essentially it's, it's kind of like a headache. Like there's so much pressure that just builds up and builds up and builds up and it can really do a lot of damage and it can be very dangerous. So essentially you have to release the pressure. And to my knowledge, the re the, how you release the pressure is essentially just by cutting it open and, and you're all good. Like it, it's more complicated than that, but that's kind of the simple answer and when you talk about Hicks it's a really frustrating one for the Vikings because he's been playing lights out going into the game he had played every single snap for like I believe it was the previous five games and he was an Ironman and he was playing great football so now the Vikings have a hole there you would expect Ivan Pace Jr. uh, Kevin O'Connell talked about him potentially being the green dot guy what the green dot guy means is you are the guy that ends up talk, uh, getting all the communication from the sidelines and ends up talking to the team, telling the team what the play is. So that's a very important role. And it's usually given to a veteran. Well, they're going to probably going to give it to UDFA rookie. And that tells you how much they believe in Ivan Pace Jr. So what is Barr going to do here? Uh, he's going to be on the practice squad. My guess is if he ends up playing, he's going to just be a middle linebacker. And in this defense, Barr going to rush the passer. And he's going to blitz. And they he's a player that you can trust to drop as well. And with his length, he's not the same athlete he was eight years ago. But what he does have is that size and length to be able to clog passing lanes. And he can still do Tampa 2 stuff. So I like the idea. I don't know if it's going to make any kind of major impact. But the vibes are real. The vibes are fun. And I think that we should all be really excited about it. Absolutely. It's going to be interesting. I'm curious. Now, he won't play this week, most likely, because they stuck him on the practice squad. He's going to have to learn the plays a little bit 
and then he may come in. So we'll find out. As Tyler plays with his new camera. Yeah, this is all Dave's fault. Um, the camera focusing on the mic and not me. So uh, you, we can blame him. And we're going to a- absolutely try and figure out why the color's a little wonky. Might have to get some backlighting. I don't know. But the camera's a lot better. And you can you can see me real clear. And that's pretty cool. So I, I'm very intrigued to see how things end, will end up progressing with this team and how they're going to progress with uh, Anthony Barr and the defense. Because uh, let's talk about the defense here for a second. All right. The defense is excellent. So far this season, the defense has just been playing lights out. But I want to highlight just the last five games. All right. And you can find this on my my Twitter profile as well. During their five-game winning streak, the Vikings are third in defense, third in EPA per play, sixth in dropback EPA. So whenever a quarterback drops back with the EPA they allowed on those plays, Fourth in success rate per dropback. Here's what success rate is. If you need to get half as many yards as you need to get a first down on first and second down. So if it's first and 10, you need to get five yards for it to be considered a successful play in this metric. Third and fourth down, you need a first down. That's how it's viewed as a successful play. Obviously, touchdowns are also successful plays. Touchdowns, they score you points. And often, they are also first downs. So that's success rate. They're fourth in success rate per dropback, and they're also eighth in EPA per rush. This Vikings defense is playing out of their minds. And this includes playing against the San Francisco 49ers, which they did get lucky. We have to talk about that. They got lucky to not have to deal with Debo Samuel and Trent Williams. The 49ers at full strength, yeah, they annihilated the Jaguars yesterday. So sometimes it's also not just about how well you play. It's about when you play teams and when they played the Jaguars. Oh, buddy, Dave, did it work great? And I think that's an awesome, awesome thing here moving forward for the Vikings. The defense itself has just been awesome. And Flores has really gotten these guys in a great spot. They have put up pressure on quarterbacks. They've also played a lot of drop coverage. They just do a little bit of everything. And that's a lot of fun. It's great. And I'm really intrigued to kind of see how this defense ends up rocking and rolling. We did get news today about Marcus Davenport. So he had what's called tightrope surgery. And it's a surgery to really um, stability, um, add stability to the ankle. So he is in, suffered a high ankle sprain to both ankles. Really, really just unfortunate stuff. And that's an injury that happens a lot of times to guys who are edge rushers because of how you have to use that ankle flexion to get around the bend and all those little nuanced details. So he had the surgery. For retrospect, Brock Bowers of Georgia had the surgery and he played four weeks later. We don't know when Davenport had the surgery. That was not made clear to the media when Kevin O'Connell talked about injuries today. So it could have been that it was, I don't know, three weeks ago, four weeks ago. It could have been within days of his injury. Well, it, my guess is it happened a couple weeks ago and here's why you want to give, you want to give the player the ability to heal without surgery. So you, plus you have to wait till swelling goes down anyways. And then if, 
things just aren't progressing, then a lot of times you'll go to surgery with something like that. High ankle sprains usually don't require surgery. So doing the tightrope surgery in theory should help him get back a little bit faster. I don't know if it will. And it's, it's tough, but DJ Wanham stepped up. He had a, a really nice two play sequence against the saints. He just crushed Andrews Peter on left tackle. Honestly, just whipped around like right around him. Boom. Gets the sack. And then on third and 15, Derek Carr has to scramble, run forward. He gets a shoestring tackle to prevent first down. Wanham's played relatively well, and he has not been very good on an overall scale throughout the course of his Vikings career, but this worked. This was a very good version of DJ Wanham, and I think we should be very, very happy with how things have progressed so far with Wanham. And I can't wait to kind of see what ends up happening moving forward. And it also could mean the Vikings get priced out of DJ Wanham, Dave, because when you talk about Wanham and what kind of player he is, I genuinely don't know if they can afford him. So if he keeps playing this well, I believe now he has 20 sacks in his career, which is pretty good for a fourth round pick. And you have 20 sacks in your career. Edge is a premium position. Somebody's going to give this guy 10 to $12 million a year. The Vikings probably shouldn't be that team. And it's not because he's not playing well. It's because it's a salary cap league. You can't sign everybody. $10 million is a lot of money. And it's upwards of like four or five percent of the salary cap. You want to spend four five percent of the salary cap on DJ Wanham? Probably not. And that's not an insult to Wanham. It's just you can't afford everybody. And that's something that's going to be really, really interesting to see how the Vikings end up progressing here moving forward, how they're going to continue to build this team. I really think that. It's going to be a good thing long-term to kind of move on. But enjoy the ride because it's 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 really good. Um, it, it's, it's a lot of fun, fun things. But yeah. Um, Dave, we kind of, yeah. uh, we didn't get a chance to talk free show or anything. How are you? I'm doing great. I love Victory Mondays, especially not only do the Vikings win, but the Packers lost, which puts, you know, it's the cherry on top of the Sunday. It's absolutely wonderful. Oh, yeah, it's great. It is great. I am really excited that the Vikings are six and four. They have won five in a row. They beat the New Orleans Saints 27-19. And I want to give props to Kevin O'Connell, not for the reason why I'm, I'm going to be talking about it, but because of how he responded to it. And he was way too conservative in the second half. Way too conservative. I want to give him props because he admitted to it. And he talked about it in the post game. Yeah, we were a little too conservative, this, that. And we're going to be able to kind of look back and figure out how we could have been better and how we can improve moving forward. And I think that is a great, great sign for the future of this franchise. You have your head coach and play caller understanding, hey, these are the issues and we're going to fix these issues right now. Like there's nothing we can do about it, but we got the win. 
and we're going to try and figure out how to be better. Just standing up there and admitting it, I think is a really big step because that's not something Mike Zimmer a lot of times would do. He would just kind of make excuses and do some of those things. I, I really, really liked that answer. And I'm excited to kind of see how how things continue to evolve in the second half of games and how it's going to evolve once they get those big leads. Cause they were a little too conservative against the Packers too. At a certain point, they had to be you. You've got a cold rookie quarterback, Jaron Hall. You, you can't ask him to do all these things. You just can't. And it's not an insult to Hall. We saw what he can do, but it's different coming in cold as a rookie versus it being able to prepare the entire week to be the starter. They are objectively different things. And then it happened again here with Josh Dobbs. And it's just, okay, why are we getting so conservative? We thought you were a little different than like the Kyle Shanahan's of the world. He's average as far as like fourth down aggressiveness. He's average in terms of making some of these decisions, but the Vikings should really have won this game by double digits. And it's fine to get an eight point win. Like there's nothing yeah, wrong. But they with went him. into ultra conservative mode in the second half. And like you said, KOC realized that was a mistake after the fact. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it, there's a lot of complicated things. They did have a couple drives. Um, the the field goal drive w- was a good drive. Uh, they got the field goal. And then Ty Chandler, uh, look, that Brian O'Neill hold is tough because he technically didn't actually hold him, but it looks like a hold. So what happens, he gets bull rushed, and the corner just basically gets him off balance and pushes him, all right? And when you get pushed like that and you get knocked off balance, all he has to do is fall. And he's fine. But what he does is he wraps his arm around the back and it looks like he's pulling him down when he's really not. You're going to get that call every time because it looks like you're basically dragging this guy to the ground when in reality he knocked your butt. It happens. And that ended up costing the Vikings a touchdown. Uh, Two plays later, Dobbs gets sacked and you have a, a fourth and like 20 from the 48 yard line. You're not getting a field goal there. And then the missed field goal really didn't have much of an issue with it. Field goals themselves are like, they're objectively fine. And Greg Joseph obviously has hit some long field goals for this team. I have, I have no issue with them trying the field goal. I just, I don't. And you, you try the field goal and that'll kind of put a dagger in it. It's an 11 point lead. And you're feeling a lot better because after the, the Saints end up scoring those touchdowns, now you have more points and a more of a cushion to be able to take take advantage of this Saints defense and be able to get the win. Yeah, you could have gone for it. And I don't think that's a bad decision either. I think they're both fine decisions. And when you look at, um, I, I'd have to uh, double confirm with... Uh, the analytics, but I think the analytics said it was around the same win probability, which is what you're looking at. What's going to get you the best objective spot. And the win probability is about the same. So I I really don't have 
any major issues with it. Did you have any issues with that, Dave? What, with uh, going conservative? No. Well, sort of. I want aggression. I want to see 40-point games. So bad. But the all the analytics said they were fine doing that. And it was. Turned out that way. The, the whole dice rolls that the Saints would have needed to get, even to mm-hmm. tie it up, much less win the game, were astronomical on the possibility of that. So they did what they did. We want bigger cushions. We want bigger leads. And I think KOC got the message on that after the game. So we'll see what happens come next Sunday night. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really excited to kind of see what ends up happening on on Sunday night because it's going to be an interesting game. We're going to talk a lot about that on Wednesday night show. And let, let me tell you something here, guys. When you're talking about uh, Wednesday night show, you're going to want to make sure that you get there on time. Easiest way to do that, like, comment, subscribe, and ring the bell. And what does ring the bell do? It's going to alert you every single time. We Hopefully. Went. YouTube has some issues with that. It's going it's to tell you when we go live. And when we go live, you're going to have everything ready to go with us. And it's the easiest way to support the channel for free. If you, if you want to support the channel monetarily, you can still do that. Uh, with a super chat in the chat right now, uh, we've had a lot of people that have been super generous with that, and we are greatly appreciative. It's how we can bring this broadcast to you in 4K. And you can also subscribe because we're going to be doing a lot more bonus content here moving forward as well. Um, there was one question I wanted to bring back up from Aaron down here in Austin. He wanted to know, why is Dobbs successful here? He has his ideas. What are yours? <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Um, Sometimes situation matters. And I've talked about this quite a bit when it comes to uh, like Jaron Hall. I thought this was going to be his best situation because you're coming into an offense. You already know you have an offensive minded head coach and look at the infrastructure. Dobbs hasn't even played with Justin Jefferson yet. And he's already playing this well. He played with KJ Osborne for like two drives. So he's been playing with Jordan Addison, TJ Hawkinson, a poor running game and a really good offensive line. You can make that work. Now you're going to get better personnel in there. Things should get easier. Dobbs is playing with the best group he's ever played with. The best group of skill guys, the best group of trench players, and arguably the best play caller as well. Look at all of those factors. And that's why I believe he's having success. I don't know if it's sustainable. And I don't, and that's why this conversation has come up. I don't know if he, like, he may make us a contender. This may be a Case Keenum, a Randall Cunningham kind of year. And the Vikings have had a lot of success with those, those kinds of years, Dave, where you have a backup quarterback come in and they just light the world on fire. Yeah, we're used to that. We've seen it before. Well, we're not real used to that. Don't get, don't go overboard. We've well, seen it all, before. We, we've seen backups come in and play really well consistently throughout the, the history of my lifetime. And I'm not saying that you want that. Like Gus Farad had some really good uh, games as a Viking. When Dante Culpepper got hurt, Brad Johnson came in and played really well. 
we're just used to seeing backups come in and do stuff. And I think that's dope. I really do. I think it kicks total butt. At the end of the day, though, you don't want to have to rely on your backup quarterback. And I think the the idea of the backup quarterback is going to become more and more and more and more important because you're seeing more quarterbacks get hurt. And more often than not, they're ha- you're having to play backups. As we get uh, Drew Bunning calling me Fat Hawkinson in the chat. Hey, Drew, good to see you. I'm excited to see Michigan whip, uh, uh, whip some Buckeye butt here in a couple weeks. You can tell Ted I said that. Um, Michigan's going to win the Natty if they can beat Georgia. So, look, it, it's interesting. And I want to phrase this question for you, Dave. Do you think the addition of Josh Dobbs makes this team a contender? Because I don't think it's just Dobbs himself makes this team a contender. But the way he's played through seven quarters, you now have a relatively good sample size. And the signal uh, from... Did somebody... The guy who has Fat Hawkinson, does he really have my... Was that really my picture? Yeah, that's one of your older pictures. That's that. That's my headshot. That's that's freaking hilarious. Oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> yes, Bob. It's been that way. Why are you taking so long? Mm-hmm. So, I don't think it's necessarily just Dobbs, but the signals that we got from this past game is you can be successful with him. He's he showed a lot in the pocket, and I have. I'm about to start the all twenty two when I'm done with this show because I just have way too much to write about this afternoon. I, I think we got about 14 stories up today. Like well, I I'm just, I'm psychotic when it comes to writing. I'm just going to be real with you. So looking at all those factors, Dave, I I'm very intrigued to see what this means, but do you think that he makes us a contender? So far, if he continues playing like he has, yes, without a doubt. I have no doubt whatsoever. His EPA on the seven quarters he's played for us ranks him third amongst all quarterbacks in the league. He has been playing outstanding. And you got to think, three of those quarters, he didn't know the playbook. He knew 20 plays, and he had KOC in his ear. How much playbook did he learn last week? Oh, I'm sure it's a big chunk, but it's still not all of it. And we saw some new plays that were brought in that we had not run before. Mm-hmm. Probably couldn't have run with uh, with Kirk Cousins. Now those are in the the playbook for future use and future deviation from. So, you know, the whole idea, we set up every play to look the same or a bunch of them to look the same, and then we spur off different things off of each play. Mm-hmm. If he continues to play like he has, he's got a quarterback rating over 100 already. Um, He has been outstanding. He continues that way. We keep winning. And yes, he can make the Vikings a contender. We are the strongest team in the NFC, probably next to the Eagles at this moment. We've won more conference games than any team in the NFC, except for the Eagles. We have a relatively easy schedule. I would put us up against any of the teams we've played so far 
whether win or lose, and say we could win those. I would put them up against any of the, quote, NFC contenders right now and think we have a chance. One, I think he's playing so well. And two, the defense is playing outstanding, right? We said it would take Mm -hmm. a bit for Brian Flores and the defense to get their legs under them and learn the system and learn to communicate and all that. We went 0-3 and and then 1-4. and After that, Mm -hmm. they seem to have gotten it. And even with folks getting hurt and people were crying, we don't have any depth. We don't. Our next up mantra and guys have proven we have some good depth. So you sit there and take what we have now. If Josh Dobbs comes in, suddenly improves, KOC can unlock him. There, if he if he unlocks him and suddenly Dobbs makes that transition from perennial backup to a legit starter, hell yes, that can mm-hmm. happen. And people ask me, yeah, but Dave. He was drafted in the fourth round. He bounced around from team to team. How can this be? How could it be suddenly a quality starter? And I say, comp him to Geno Smith. How long did it take Geno Smith to figure it out? Hell, comp him to Kirk Cousins. Not that they're the same quarterback. By far, they're not. But how long did it take Kirk Cousins to start significantly winning? And not just being a 500 quarterback, which is roughly the definition of a backup. I mean, it. I do believe he can make us a contender. We have all our games right now. What have we got left? We've got Denver is outside. And we have which one of the Chicago? No, we already played at Chicago and at Green Bay. The only game after... Uh, the Broncos that we have that's outside the Cincinnati Bengals uh, yeah. December 16th or 17th. The day has not been confirmed yet because it's a potential Saturday game. Lucky land casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky, lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without that, I mean... We're set up, and like I said, I think this will prove is KOC a quarterback whisperer or not. And if he turns Josh Dobbs, the perennial backup, right, bouncing on seven teams to suddenly that he's a legit quarterback, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we all should be happy that we have KOC. Does that mean I want to carry Josh Dobbs in the next year? Probably. Does that mean I don't want to draft a quarterback next year? No, it doesn't mean that. I would still love for him to draft a quarterback and have Dobbs Hall and quarterback X, you know, work it out. But we'll see. But if he's playing like he has these last two games, yes, the Minnesota Vikings will be in contention for the playoffs. I'm not talking playoffs, Dave. I, I when I say contender, I mean contender. Super Bowl. I mean contender. As it, I think they could reach the NFC Championship, and that would define it. And then it's yeah. on. Then it comes to almost on any given Sunday. What happens in that game? Mm-hmm. But yes, it's, I it, do believe I, the Vikings are playing that well even without Justin Jefferson and him coming back is going to open up things even more. Mm -hmm. At least I'm hoping it, it should on paper. It should. Yeah. Theoretically, it absolutely should. That puts us over the top. Maybe Dobbs can run when he has to run. He can throw. Hey, that pass to TJ was just a thing of beauty this last week. Mm-hmm. It I was, mean, it's, not, was. it's not quite as accurate as Kirk Cousins. He doesn't have a super duper strong arm, but he's adequate in those fields. And it was just, yeah, hell yes, yeah. And I'm I'm really intrigued to kind of see how things end up playing out. I'm not gonna I'm not willing to call the Vikings a contender yet. I do think if this continues and we start to see more of a trend, so the signal was from the Falcons game, you really can't read into anything. Um, and I, I will say people uh, laughed at me for calling it sh- like street ball. Well, TJ Hawkinson kind of is like, yeah, it was kind of like street ball. No, this, they ran an offense. They ran a real offensive game plan and they weren't just flying on the seat of their pants, which nobody is going to criticize the Vikings for flying by the seat of their pants against the Falcons. They kind of had to because Dobbs was, you know, only there five days. You can only do so much. So they made it work. And it was a really impressive coaching job to make it work. Now, how are the Vikings going to make, take that next step? How are they going to continue to build off of this? And I'm going to be looking deeply into the all 22 and looking at, okay, what did they add with Dobbs to make things special? What did they add to accentuate his ability as a runner. How did they do some of those things? And that to me is going to tell us a lot. It's going to tell us quite a bit. And we saw a couple RPOs. We saw a couple read options. We, we continue to see some boot action, get him on the move. But the, the one thing that I'm really, really intrigued by here, Dave is how Dobbs, Played in the pocket. And here's the thing with playing in the pocket. With a guy who's a true dual threat, you still have to win in the pocket. You do. It's where quarterbacks need to win in order to be really successful. Lamar Jackson, like the reason why the Ravens are so good right now, Lamar Jackson is becoming a more dominant passer within the pocket. He's still Lamar Jackson. He's still able to do that running running ability, 
But Josh Allen, it, you're not paying him all that money because he can create outside of structure and run the ball and be able to pick up yards. That's a great element to his game. What he can do, drop back and throw a freaking missile down the field and spray it to all levels. And he can throw it farther than arguably anybody in the National Football League. You're paying him to win in structure. You get, you feel more comfortable giving him the contract because he can do things outside of structure. In structure play is still king in the National Football League. It is still the most important thing in the National Football League. And it's not it, it shouldn't be taken for granted. And when you talk about like a guy like Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson is a scouting lesson. Everybody got enamored with Mahomes. They wanted the next guy who can do the most out, outside of structure, crazy stuff. What they didn't realize was Zach Wilson. The second he played any kind of really good defense started to struggle with his process and he started to struggle with his pocket presence and he would be forced out of the pocket and have to make either really risky throws or throw it away. And that was the biggest difference between him being successful and him where he is right now. He was not able to stand in the pocket and do those things. That's why Kirk has been so successful, why he's been able to continue to be the starting quarterback of a National Football League team for the better part of 10 years. And you have to be able to do the in-structure stuff. You really do. And the fact that I saw Dobbs doing that in-structure stuff before he ended up, and Josh, I'm not throwing water on your bagel, I promise. He was standing in the pocket and trying to attack down the field. And then once he realized he couldn't, he would end up bailing the pocket and making a play with his legs. That's what you want to see. If the play is designed for you to make a play with your legs, then just to make a play with your legs. If it's designed to beat you from the pocket, beat him from the pocket. And then if stuff happens, then you create. That's what Dobbs is doing. He wasn't panicking. He wasn't bailing early. He was, he playing was going really through powerful. his reads. You could see him look, boom, 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 tracking his reads during the game. It wasn't one and go. Mm-hmm. He was playing. He was just playing good football. He was yes. playing the quarterback position at a high level. That is exactly, exactly what you want to see from this guy. You want to see it at a high level. And that's what Dobbs is doing. But And you played a really good defense in the New Orleans Saints. They're top 10 defense. So it's no slouch. Yeah, You're not being like, oh, you beat the Bears. No, you beat a top 10 defense. The Saints have a lot of problems. But being a good defense ain't one of them. And you beat them. Now... What are you going to be able to do moving forward? You're going to play a bad defense that's that's been slowly improving in the Denver Broncos, and then you play the Bears, and then you're going to get a rejuvenated Las Vegas Raiders teams. Look, the Raiders are five and five. They've won two in a row. Their confidence, swagger, and team like chemistry is through the roof right now. These guys all believe in what in their new head coach. They all believe in each other, and they're starting to build that morale back to a, a actual good point because it just wasn't with Josh McDaniels. So that's not going to be an easy game. Either. <laughs> As, uh, Dave completely loses focus. We're still trying to figure out these cameras. I'm trying uh, to figure out the camera. What I did wrong. That was yeah. different. 
Now, my internet browser, your camera, the lighting. Um, yeah. Zoom out. <laughs> it's all wild goose chase. All right. <sighs> <laughs> this is Speaking funny. Of, it is funny. Um, it's funnier that's happening to you and not me. I want to see more before I make any kind of commitments So talk about purple daily on draft. And if you don't know, I, uh, I do a show for score North on their purple daily YouTube channel podcast feed called purple daily on draft. I talked about the, we talked about the fact, Hey, what kind of contract do you offer Josh jobs? I'm like, I'm not having that conversation because I don't have enough information yet. And to me, that's okay. One of the things in football media that you're going to hear a lot is people saying that they don't know. And it's okay that you don't know. I genuinely don't know if Josh Schaub is going to be worth another contract. Why don't I know? He hasn't done anything to really show that he's deserved a contract because right now it's a flash in the pan. We've seen backups have success right away. We've seen like backups have a small amount of success and then another team pays them big bucks. We saw it with Matt Flynn getting that contract with Seattle. He never started a game for the Seahawks because there was a guy named Russell Wilson. We saw it with the Detroit Lions signing Scott Mitchell. Mitchell uh, took over for Dan Marino and Marino broke his ankle and Mitchell gets a big contract with the Lions. Scott Mitchell stunk. Bobby Hoying. Bobby Hoying came in for the Eagles, had a really good game. Cardinals trade for him. Bobby Hoying, dud. You look at all those elements. You have to be careful here. Case Keenum is another example. And honestly, he's going to be the one we're going to be talking about the most because flash in the pan viewed as a career backup had has had a few starts, but really never saw any success. He had a really bad for, uh, first start against the Steelers. And then he ended up 12 and two or 12 and three as a starter. No, hold on. It was 11 and three as a starter because Bradford was technically two and zero, but he left that second game against the Chicago bears. Look, when you, when you look at those elements, okay, well, do we want to give case Keenum that contract because the team believes in him and he played well, but he, does he have a future? Vikings decided, no, he goes to Denver. He gets a big contract. Good for him, but he flamed out and he wasn't worth the contract. And you have to be really delicate here. Josh Dobbs has played well. And if he continues to play well, if he leads us to the division title, if he leads us to an NFC championship game, then I think we can better have those conversations. You know why? We're going to be armed with more information. And being armed with more information is honestly the most important part here. There is not a soul that believes we have enough information right now to make a decision about making him the quarterback of the future. We don't. Seven quarters of football. And he oh, was a I agree junior. there. Well, hold, let me finish. And like, you just can't do that. We can have this conversation in six weeks. Okay. How should we plan for the future? Is Dobbs a part of that future? Do we want to give him like a two year, $20 million contract to show, Hey, you are going to have the opportunity to win the starting job, but it's going to be meritocracy. And we're going to give you capable money. And then we'll add some incentives but we're not going to give you the bank right off the bat. If they do that, okay, then that's a whole different story. But right now we don't have any enough information to be able to make any kind of actual decision. And who knows, maybe a team swoops in and believes, Hey, we can do this with Josh Dobbs. We're going to pay the money. 
and he signs like a $25, $30 million contract somewhere. I'm not saying he will. And I'm not saying it's even like the New York Giants. It's it's possible that that happens. And we need to open our eyes and minds to all kinds of possibilities with the quarterback room. And we've talked about it multiple times. We have to keep our, our minds open for a quarterback in the draft that there's just so much unknown right now, but I'll tell you strap in this season is going to be fun. It's already been fun. I had the time of my life watching the game yesterday. It was great. And it's just, we're just vibing. It's just fun. They're attacking down the field. They're making big plays. They're doing this, that, and the other thing. I want to see it be consistent. I want to see a string together a couple games. I want to see the Broncos game and the Bears game both be really good. If we can do that, if that is the next step, Dave, this is going to be a great, great season. And it's going to be really, really fun to watch. And I cannot wait. But we also have to be patient. We also have to be willing to adapt our opinions. And Dobbs is great now. What happens when he has his first bad game? Because look, let's just be real. He's probably going to have a bad game within the next few weeks. Why? Dave just said everybody does. Mahomes even has bad games. Like, it's going to happen. What happens when he has one? How are things going to change with the opinion? How are things going to change with how you see him? What's the perception? And I think that's when you're really going to start to see true colors show. And you're going to start to uh, have more of a collective understanding of, okay, this guy is good, but he is not our future. And that is going to be really, really important here. Um, Ride it. Have fun. More than the fact that I may never get to see Jaron Hall start another game for the Vikings again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but we don't know. Um, These first two games have been fantastic. Am I on the Dobbs gang train? Absolutely. Do if he has if he goes through and has a couple bad games, especially in the next couple weeks, which he shouldn't because we've got relatively easy schedule. Then you might see Jaron Hall back in because he should be over his concussion already. And we might see him. But as long as Dobbs is hot and we're winning games and he's producing, we're going to see Dobbs. So, and then you're right. We don't know what happens at the end of the season. If he takes us all the way to the Super Bowl, we're going to want to bring him back. But you don't know what other teams may want to do, and they may want to swoop in and grab him. He's a free agent. So it's we got a long way to go. Somebody put gave us a dislike. I want to thank you for activating the algorithm. Uh, we wish you'd like the show, and hopefully that was just a miskeep stroke, but by all means, as Norsefia says, regulators, mount up. I'm going to actually blame Ted Glover for that dislike because I said Michigan was going to win the natty. So, um, (laughs) thank you. And uh, I understand it's okay. Um, now, Hey, dislikes help the algorithm too. So we'll take it, but Hey, please do hit that like button, subscribe, all the fun things. We greatly appreciate it. 
couple final thoughts here before we go. I've got a couple dogs that are just excited to see me once this show is done. And we got to figure out my lighting. It's not bad, but it ain't great either. Um, I'm, I'm really impressed right now with the offensive line. Um, I do think that this was a game uh, from Dalton Reisner that shows maybe you should have kept Ezra Cleveland, but it also wasn't like a massive disaster class. It was, it was a rough game and he had four pressures per PFF, pretty bad uh, blocking grades. And he, he just struggled, especially in run blocking. And sometimes that happens when you're a puller because they started using more um, power rush concepts instead of his own rushing concepts, which is good because some of the biggest issues that Vikings runners have right now is picking the hole. Well, when the hole is made for you and you need to hit the a gap, well, you're going to hit the a gap because that's the whole point of the play. Whereas a zone run, you are waiting to see how things develop in front of you and making a cut on the fly. So by taking the guesswork out of it, in theory, you can make things a little bit easier. So I'm very intrigued to see how that's going to keep manifesting. But at the same time, when you have a guy like Dalton Reiser who's 6'6", 320, you miss blocks on pulls. That happens because you're pulling in a certain way. A guy comes up from underneath you or cuts across your face too fast and you can't get him. That happens. So Reiser, I think, needs to step up as a whole. But I, I don't think he's been this disaster class um, overall. And I, I'm really intrigued to see how things continue to grow and develop. Um, Chris asked if uh, Odie has recovered. Yeah, Odie has recovered. Um, he could use more of it, honestly, because I, um, with Eclair kind of under the weather still, um, she's, she, Eclair is basically wasted. Um, she, her body's still adjusting to this uh, medication. And basically, it's, it's like she's a drunk college kid. Um, poor coordination, glazed eyes, um, falls asleep all the time. Doesn't know where she is. Like it's, it just sucks. But it's just one of those things that to maintain those seizures and keep the keep uh, them from being at a certain point. We have to be able to. Do, we have to have her on this medication for right now. So we're trying to figure it out. Um, yeah, I'm really just excited for this Vikings team. This is just it's fun to cover the Vikings. Sometimes, sometimes it sucks. I'll be honest, it sucks. But right now, it's it's a good time. The vibes are real, and I'm Dave. I'm very excited to see how everything plays out. Yes, without a doubt, it's gonna. It's a roller coaster. This season is fun again. I think that's why we're enjoying it so much. So, um, let it be that way. Yeah. Absolutely. Let well, it be Dave, that way. Enjoy it. Yep. That's going to be our show. Um, we are going to be back Wednesday night uh, to talk about uh, the Denver Broncos and how the Vikings uh, beat the New Orleans Saints with some all 22 talk. And then to move forward, we're going to talk about how things are going to matter. Um, and it's going to be a fun show. Um, I recommend it. We are going to have a good time. Thank you guys very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening. If you're listening on podcast, and don't forget on podcast, we got a lot of other stuff there too. All right. 
In the meantime, make sure you hit that like, subscribe, ring the bell, all the fun things to help us out. All of those are free. But if you want more content come draft season, you want to support us um, monetarily, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We've got a lot of fun stuff coming. Mm-hmm. I'm Tyler. Yeah. I'm He's Dave. Dave. Skull Vikings. Skull Vikings. And remember, Broncos play tonight. Go watch them. Scout them for us. We can talk about it Wednesday. And thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, and ring the bell to get notifications. It helps us grow this community. And we all love our Minnesota Vikings. And on behalf of Tyler Fornis and myself, Dave Stefano, thank you so dearly for watching The Real Forno Show. Skull, everyone! Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This has been a Vikings First and Skull production. Part of the Fans First Sports Network.